Hey guys, this is Ishai Breslauer and welcome to the CRE Shark Eye Show where we discuss commercial real estate. On Mondays, we dive deep into an asset class and on Thursdays, we go into some inspirational stories for the weekend. Can't wait to start. Let's go. Hey guys, how are you? Ishai Breslauer with the CRE Shark Eye Show. I hope you guys are doing fantastic today. Today's Thursday, and Thursdays we're trying to be more, I would call it mellow. Why? Because we're going through the weekend, we want to recharge. We want to go with new powers. We want to come back on Monday and talk about commercial real estate and the hardcore side of things. That's what we want to do. Usually on Mondays, I always say that, Mondays we talk about the industrial, we talk about the multifamily, we talk about the office, we talk about all these things. in order for us to be able to come back strong, to know more, if you are a beginner, to have more knowledge, to have more know-how. If you are a veteran, we want you to be able to know what's going on in the market and to get some new inspiration and new knowledge and new information because we learn all the time. We learn all the time. But Thursdays are dedicated for us to get inspired. This is very important. And I always talk about those two components the one that gives you the knowledge and the second one that gives you the inspiration. So you will push yourself to know more and you'll push yourself to learn more, to take more action. That is not less important than the Monday aspect of things, than the action aspect of things. So Thursday, I always like to talk about that. And many times I take the time lately, uh, it was important to me to take the time to talk to you. We have a bunch of recordings with a bunch of guests. I put it live out there, but I put it also on the podcast and on YouTube. And you have the opportunity to watch all these mediums. And by the way, if you haven't yet, if you haven't rated this podcast, and you're listening to the podcast, please take your time, whatever medium you are, rate this podcast. Say say what you feel about this. Say what it gave you. You know, I'm I'm trying to give you, this is my time. Give back a little bit. That would be awesome. That would be great. And let's continue. Today, what I want to do, I want to talk about um, uh, a show that inspired me. And I said a few times, I, I spoke about this, that I'm, I, I said that I'm going to speak about this. I, I had an intention of dwelling into it and actually discussing it in depth. And that is The Man Who Built America which is one of the most profound shows. I actually got the whole thing and I have it all recorded. And it's one of the most inspiring shows I've ever watched. I've even watched it with my son in order for him to get the inspiration. And I think that it's so profound to understand what these men did. And it's talking about the following guy, Cornelius Vanderbilt. He talks about... um, uh, John D. Rockefeller, Andrew Carnegie, or Carnegie, okay, all these legends. Um, uh, who else was there? Who else was there? I'm trying to remember who else was there. Oh, of course, J.P. Morgan and a few other people. And the the inspiration is tremendous because it shows hardships that these men went through, and all of them went through hardships. Every one of them is a self made except of J.P. Morgan who came from a very wealthy family but took the family business to completely another level completely other level he talks also about Thomas Edison and and other people and I think that the fact 
that few individuals changed the world, not only the economy in the U.S., but the world. They changed the world completely with their innovation. Going forward, you know, to our times, to Bill Gates, to, um, to Steve Jobs, to all these amazing people who actually had ideas, had concepts, and took them to another level, took the whole thing to another level in order to inspire us. And I know that it's less about real estate, but you know what? The influence on the real estate market is tremendous by all these people, okay? And it doesn't matter what type of an entrepreneur or what type of a mover and a shaker you are. If you want to change something and do something, you have to be a certain type of person. And that's why I, I think that the importance of reading biographies and today watch movies and getting inspired is so, so important. It's so profound. It's, you have to give the time for those things. Going to the weekend to recharge is so crucial and important. People think the vacation. You know what? The vacation is also very important. But, you know, the vacation comes every few months or every many, every, how to say, many months. It's, it's not so frequent. But we have this gift that we have the weekend, okay? We have, we have this beautiful thing that's called the weekend. And the weekend is giving us the opportunity to reflect, to gather, to relax, to let go a little bit, just for a little bit, and to focus on who we are and what we are. And it's so important to go and read about those people who inspire you, who make you change your life. So it starts with the Cornelius Vanderbilt story. And it's so funny because, you know what, I when I walk in Manhattan and I go, you know, around the Grand Central Station, it says Vanderbilt, right? There's the street, Vanderbilt Street. I can't remember what's the exact name. But when I walk there, I never thought about it too deeply. And then when I got to know the Cornelius Vanderbilt, who was a mogul of trains at the time, that was the technology, the industrial revolution at the time was through the railroads. And he was the major railroad guy and how ruthless, ruthless he was. Not everything is positive about those people, but a lot of things are profound. A lot of things are something to learn from. But we have to understand that there's a huge, huge benefit from understanding their life and understanding their, uh, you know, how they conducted business, etc. So I walk around and through that, you know, that show, I, I learned that he was the one who actually built Grand Central Station. So you have to understand that, you know, if you want to do something in business or in life, and you want to be significant, you want to do something significant, you got to change other people's lives. And that's one of the messages I got there. You know, you see a person who does things for his business, for himself, but along the way, all while, all the while he does all these things, he changes the lives of millions, millions who will be able to actually cross the country through a railroad. So at that time, that was a revolution. You don't look at how successful they were, but you look at what did they do in order to change the world. So for example, um, 
uh, talking about the, um, John D. Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller came from nothing and then coming and taking the refineries, oil refineries, and put them out there for, to have light in the world. So you're talking about time that the, there was no electricity yet, and the pitch black, I would say, the darkness ruled. The darkness ruled. There was no light out there. Comes John D. Rockefeller and says, okay, the refineries, they understand that there's the ability to take this oil, make it less dangerous, and then put it in those lamps. And then finally, you have a whole new world of light as opposed to the darkness that ruled beforehand. So people could actually think about all the nightlife. We think about nightlife. It's, it's such a thing that, um, you know, in the old days, in the, in the older world or ancient world, older world, the night was the time that people went into the house, went home, and then believed because it was pitch black outside. Think about it. There was no kids running outside in the dark. There was no events. There were no events. Everything happened during the day. Think about it. Culturally, it changed the world. Who was going out at night when everything is pitch black? And if you want to have some light, you have to actually you know, light fire, bonfire, or just have a torch. And it's still, it's, it's just, you know, the light is just around you. Think about you're in the cave. It's just the same way. And if you don't have a night with, you know, moon and stars and all that stuff, it's, it's darkness. So comes, the, comes, comes in John D. Rockefeller and says, here's the light. Bring the refineries and change the world. And through hardships and through being relentless and not giving up and making sure that he's moving forward, he takes that concept moving forward. And then it comes... Andrew Carnegie, or Andrew Carnegie, as some people call him. And he gets stuck. He is helping a guy, I forgot the name, I think Scott, who was also a railroad person who went out of business uh, later on. But um, Andrew Carnegie was burned up by seeing him suffer and then, and then taking it to another level. But what inspired Andrew Carnegie was tremendous. We all, you know, most people know Andrew Carnegie nowadays because of Napoleon Hill. But Napoleon Hill is like a little speck in the world of Andrew Carnegie. Andrew Carnegie was at the time the Bill Gates of the world and even more so because the rich people at the time had more money than the entire American uh, economy, which is ridiculous, which is ridiculous. But that's how it was. And Andrew Carnegie came out with the idea of putting a bridge which goes from one end to another. And he understood that steel, instead of having it only on utensils, if you put steel in the bridge, that could hold the bridge. And later on, obviously, that build changed the whole real estate industry completely unbelievable. Because everything that was built by, you know, everything was on wood. So you think about the great fire of Chicago and all kinds of things that happened in history, all of a sudden comes the steel. And all of a sudden buildings can be a lot higher than they were. So due to that innovation, and Andrew Carnegie was a businessman, he was not an innovator, but he, he saw something and he said, if I can take the strongest material in the world, which is steel, 
and I can make it and I can translate it to bridges and buildings and structures, etc. Maybe I could do something amazing for the world. So we changed the world. So everything became taller. So you could build more on, small, on, 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 uh, on a smaller area. That is amazing. So that's another aspect of innovation. And they went through so many hardships. You have in the show, you have to watch it. It's just a must for every entrepreneur or anyone who wants to get into business. You have to watch that series. You have to watch that series. It's just without a doubt. They went through so many hardships and conflicts and inner conflicts and their personalities are so different from one another. So you say, I'm not like that. I can't do it. No, not everybody is the same. Some people are not the same, but they get results in different ways. Some people are more introvert. Some person is, is like a sort of a go-getter and a loud type of a person. You have different type of people, but it doesn't mean that only one type will make it. Many types can do it. It's just a matter of believing in yourself and a matter of going forward and having the right formulas and doing and going on it, going at it again and again and again and again. Don't give up. That's the idea. So next you go to J.P. Morgan, who came from a very wealthy family. And his father did not believe him. But he saw the innovations. He saw Tom, Thomas Edison. Can you understand that? He saw Thomas Edison. And he saw this innovation in electricity, and he decided to take over that thing. Decided to take over that thing. And you understand that if... Thomas Edison alone had this idea. And then he didn't have J.P. Morgan interfering and actually taking over and doing some ruthless, ruthless things. You're not going to have electricity because then came Nikola Tesla, which uses the same, same electricity that we use today. We don't use Thomas Edison's electricity. He was the pioneer. He was the guy who actually paved the way, but... Nikola Tesla was the one who actually came with the technology with the electricity that we actually use. Comes in JP Morgan with his money and with the ability of raising capital and using financing and takes it to another level. If not for the combination of people, it also teaches us about teams, about corporations, about cooperation between people, between organizations, between powers. One is the innovator, one is the money, one is the ability to sell, Etc., etc., etc. But we need leaders to move things forward. And if it teaches us to do it, even on a much smaller scale, in a community scale, that's a tremendous thing. It all depends on the people who can do this. Not everybody can do it. Some people are born to be followers, some people are born to be number twos. There's nothing bad and wrong with that. Because sometimes without that number two, you also learned it from the story of Andrew Carnegie, 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 right? Charles Schwab. Don't get confused. Not our time, Charles Schwab. Charles Schwab at that time was the president of the steel company that after J.P. Morgan bought it from Andrew Carnegie, he became the president. So, again, he was not the Andrew Carnegie of things. He was the guy who was hired by Andrew Carnegie to go and run the show, and then eventually he became the most powerful man in the steel business. Can you believe that? Can you understand that? So there's not, there's not, it's not only one way to do it. There are five ways, seven ways, 100 ways to do it. 
don't have to be that type of guy and say to yourself, if I'm not that guy, I can't do it. No, there are millions of ways to to do it. And if Charles Schwab, without being that mogul, he was not the Andrew Carnegie. Maybe he wished to be, but he was not. But he became a very powerful man just by running the show the right way. After Andrew Carnegie made many mistakes and hired the wrong people, you have to watch the show in order to understand what I'm talking about. Charles Schwab came and simply made it unbelievable. And he changed the, the entire industry without being the entrepreneur, but by being entrepreneurial. That is a different thing. And you have to understand that anyone can do anything if they believe in themselves. Okay? Then came um, Henry Ford, who I don't like to talk about because I'm Jewish and he was anti-Semite. So I don't love him that much. But there's a lot to learn from him in terms of the, the way he did things and how he brought the car to everybody. So you have to understand There's not one way to do it. All these people, Vanderbilt, Carnegie, John D. Rockefeller, and then you have J.P. Morgan, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All these guys, you have Bill Gates today, you have Warren Buffett, you have Steve Jobs. They're all different. You have Jeff Bezos, right? All those guys are different from one another, and they do it in different ways. Right, there are similarities. There are certain patterns that you have to learn and have to go for. And that's what Andrew Carnegie taught Napoleon Hill. And that's what a lot of people today teach that they, you have to understand and, and, and learn and study success. There's so many similarities in terms of the actions. But don't be discouraged that the personality has to be a certain thing. You have to have a certain type of a mindset. Yeah, for sure. You have to have a certain mind, certain type of, of a, uh, a go-getter type of, a, of, a, of notion. You have to know that you want to get there. You have to do that. You have to be that person. But you don't have to be a certain type of a character in order to be that person. You could be you and be that person. And maybe the way for you is not the way Jeff Bezos did it. Maybe the way for you is to do it not the way John D. Rockefeller did it. Maybe the way for you is like Charles Schwab or a different guy or a different person. You have to understand people are different. Of course, there are no women there because these were times that was, you know, it's different times, of course. So today you have women that are leaders and we can learn from them. We can learn from them. I love to follow Sarah Blakely. Uh, forgot the name of the company. Don't kill me. But, um, you know, it's amazing. I listen to those people. Bar- uh, Barbara Corcoran, as, as funny as she is, she took something small and made it huge. You can learn from people how to make it in a huge scale. But you don't have to be them. You don't have to be like them in terms of the personality. You have to do things similar to them many times, sometimes similar to other people. And yes, there are patterns for success. And yes, there are ways to succeed. And yes, there are ways to take the blueprint and actually follow it and move forward with it. 
but you don't have to be that guy. You don't have to be that woman. You don't have to be that person. You can be you who, do, who does whatever he does. With that, guys, what I want to do is to wish you a beautiful weekend. Recharge. Think about all these things. And I recommend tremendously, I really recommend to get and watch The Man Who Built America. Watch it. You guys take care of a beautiful weekend. Hey guys, thanks for joining me in this CRE Shark Eye Show. I hope you enjoyed it. And go subscribe, download, do whatever you guys need to do. And I'll see you in the next episode. Take care of yourselves.